Hello and welcome back to EastEnders Weekly, your weekly podcast that's all about Ben Mitchell. We're doing this again. Yeah, we are. Because another big news story came out yes, this week, didn't it? it um, did. About the recasting of Ben Mitchell. And to, to, suffice to say, the internet weren't very happy, were they? No, it's very mixed. Poor I, Harry Reid. Well, I wouldn't say it was mixed. I would say it was very negative. Mm. Um, Harry Reid has spoken out and said he gives his blessing. He has. He did an official interview, I believe, with the Metro. Mm, he um, did a few, actually. Well, he did. It, but he yeah. said he laid down the line and it's, it's a forgotten issue now. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore. He was disappointed, though. He said he felt disappointed. Yeah, but he didn't want fans to feel sorry for him. No. He's all right. But the mystery is, was it recast because of uh, an audition? Or did did Harry Reid have to re-audition for his part? Because yeah. we know that... Uh, Kate Oates does ask old cast members to re-audition mm. to see if they uh, are right for the role that mm. she envisioned. Well, she said she wants to take Ben into a different direction. Mm. And that's the reason for the recasting. But so. Lots of people are worried that this different direction is going to be Phil Mitchell 2.0. So they're going to make him more like his father and not like the character that he kind of grew and became. And yeah, Well, Kate Oates has said that um, he's going to be more confident with his sexuality oh. now that he's been away from his father. But you know who brings back, who else comes back from when Ben returns? Lola. And do you know who else? Lexi. And do you know who else? <laughs> Kathy Kathy. <Bill. laughs> Kathy will come back, hopefully. I rec- Do you think they'll come back together or do you think Kathy will be back before? No, she'll be then? back before because yeah. she was filming before because Max Bowden started this this week. Right. So. so does she have to start wearing that necklace that Ben bought oh, yeah. her again at the she cafe? Will. She looked very glamorous at the NTAs. I can't get over what she looks like. She looked like a new person. <laughs> she actually did. She looks about younger than she does in 85, which is weird. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we've just got a few comments. I know already comments um, about Ben's return. So Oz Legend says the new guy actually looks like a mi- mixture of a bravado and homosexual, which is how they've always wanted to portray Ben. But they couldn't do it with Harry Reid as he looks like neither. Oh, really? What does a homosexual look like? I'd like to know, just out of interest. <laughs> Sylvia Surfer says, Recast again? It's a bit of a joke at this point, and the most recent Ben was actually really decent. But now he'll be talking about killing Heather, one actor, or Paul, another actor, mm-hmm. or being accused by Stella, another actor, and it will just be a total joke. Well, this is it, isn't it? A lot of people are saying it's a bit like the Doctor from Doctor Who. He's, mm. He seems to be regenerating all the time. There was a good joke going around. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, that's quite clever, saying that the uh, 13th Ben is going to be a female, um, which, <laughs> which I, I tickled me a little bit. But um, Maybe. Yeah. I've just got something to say. Oh, go on. It's not about Ben Mitchell, this podcast. Oh, fooled again. <laughs> it's about EastEnders. Of course it is. And we'll be discussing the episode's broadcast between the 21st and the 24th of January. Mm-hmm. No I'm... Friday episode this week. No. I'm Alex, by the way. You are, and I am Ben. I'm your boy Friday, aren't I? Excuse me? <laughs> A Robinson Crusoe reference. I don't know what that is. Because it's about EastEnders. Moving on. <laughs> so we've got lots of... I mean, I've noticed a slight mixture. On the last two episodes on Thursday... Things seem to be mixing around a bit on storylines. Yeah, something you've been com- not complaining about. Complaining, you've- yeah. <laughs> you've been saying that you don't like this block storytelling and it's, it's become more and more prevalent and you're kind of noticing it and it's just getting a bit of a mm-hmm. tired now. And yeah, this week they were mixing all the yeah, cast together. Noted. Different casts were acting together. Phil mm-hmm. and Kat and Stacey. Yeah, Never see that. It, I know. Shirley, Mitch, Karen, Keegan mm. in the Vic. Yeah, sorry, there was also crossovers within the other stories as well. There was, and people like kept gossiping about what happened to Dot's front door. Yes. So yeah, 
We like this. Yeah, we're getting there. The, the residents know what else is happening with the other residents, which is good. But that's it. They're not completely naive to what's happening around them anymore. They're not just completely ignoring or blindsiding anything that people mm. are saying. So speaking of Dot's front door. <laughs> Ooh, you. Or Dot's kitchen table. We oh. have got the storyline of Stuart trying to clear his name. So he's his redemption arc has started. He's innocent for once, and everyone thinks he's guilty. Sonia is not happy. No, she's sprung up from nowhere. Yeah, Sonia's having none of it. She doesn't <laughs> She doesn't think he deserves this redemption. <laughs> Did she not notice that Stuart was in the house for like three weeks before this? Well, Sonia wasn't in the house for yeah. three weeks. All of a sudden she has so, a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. That Stuart's there. She's got a problem with it. I mean, I take it that Stuart's got Robbie's room, so... Unless she thought that Stuart's been Robbie this whole time. Because <laughs> Robbie is a bit quiet. He kind of puts his head down, occasionally moans about something. Mm. He's in India still. Well, no holidays. news on his return. I mean, these, these holidays that these cast members take. I mean, I, it's understandable with Kathy because she works for her son. But Robbie works for the council. And as we find out later in the week, the council are doing layoffs. Yeah, Anthony. So, so is Robbie going to be coming back and uh, expecting not. his job? <laughs> Expecting his job laid on the car- on the table again uh, for him. You talking about Dean Gaffney or Robbie or both? Well, I'm talking about the character <laughs> Robbie, but I know that um, Dean Gaffney is. I'm also hoping that his character is still there when he gets back. Mm, not sure about that. <laughs> this was weird because Stuart realizes that Dennis might have filmed some drone footage, which clears his name. Mm. Um, and he does get Dennis to look for a video for money, and then he does he gives him his phone, says, "Oh, this is the video." But he doesn't know how to play the video. Yeah, that was really you strange. You think that was weird? It? Very strange. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. I, I don't know if it was a way of interacting him with Keegan, perhaps, for a mm. later story so they can, you know, get to know each other a little bit. I mean, Keegan kind of blanks him afterwards and doesn't really show any attention. No. But, um, yeah, but considering that his whole in on the soap was that he was filming people yeah. that he was catching uh, filming Linda and sent it to oh, yes, emails of, of, of his hand coming gently caressing her face you know mm. so surely uh, maybe it's a different phone okay fair enough but I think everyone knows what a play button looks like and a pause button looks mm. like that was a bit silly yeah it just didn't seem to make much sense uh, we know that Dr Leg didn't die thank god yes that heart wrenching scene last although week. we had a few funny few minutes right at the beginning on Monday mm. I mean that was another strange moment because it oh, yeah. seemed as though that the beginning of Mondays was actually meant to be the end, the end of Friday. Of last week, yeah. yeah. It's really but, weird. But it was really strange. Sonia's scene was her shouting at Stuart, mm. and then immediately the next scene, Sonia was... the next day as well. And Sonia was yeah. someone else. And they don't do that yeah. at all anymore. That was like, weird. It's it was... like it was a last-minute edit. Mm. Gave Dr. Leg his second ever duff duff. Well, it's nice to give... Why. Yeah, it's nice to give Dr. Leg a nice duff, a duff duff like that. And it, to be fair, it was a better suspense... Because you knew that Dr. Leg was okay if they perhaps used the original edit they thought mm. where Sonia was having a go at yeah. Stuart. That's but a nice fact, though. Dr. Leg's last Duff Duff was the second ep- ever episode. Ever. That was his first and last Duff Duff. And then he had a Duff Duff this week. Wow. So Big gap. A huge gap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you think Dr. Leg as a character would have more Duff Duffs. Like He's revealing been doing news. It for so long. I have something to tell you. <laughs> Doom, doom, doom. But then I suppose it goes to the person who gets the news, I suppose, yeah. who gets the difter. So that's funny. So he got his second of a difter, so that's nice. And I'm assuming he'll get one more. In a coffin? No, Buried in the ground. <laughs> Do you think he'll get a Julius theme for his funeral? Oh, he has to get a Julius oh, no. theme. Hope it's before we finish our section. So we can talk about it. Yes. <laughs> and yesterday this happened. <laughs> so we've also got the underlining story of Dot trying to sort of redeem her own upbringing of Nick. In mm. the form of Stuart, which is quite an interesting take. 
which he says to Stuart, because Stuart, as you said, is trying to plead his innocence, gets the video footage uh, showing that it wasn't him who painted the door. And Sonia's adamant that Stuart shouldn't have any more chances. And Dot was just like, I need quiet. Get out my house. I know, because even, <laughs> yeah. to, even to Sonia, she says, it's my house, Sonia. Mm. And that Sonia's like, oh, I'll be quiet. Bye. Well, to be fair to Sonia, she's right. Sonia's only staying there because she thinks she's going to inherit it. Yeah. She thinks she's got her feet under the table. She likes taking um, other people's inheritance, doesn't she? Hence why Sonia... Wants Sonia... Drop storyline. Well, it's a storyline that's not been dropped <laughs> in my mind. Um, and uh, yeah, Dot says to Stuart that she can see evil. She's Her son, Nick, has been around her and she's known known evil so she can see it in people. And mm. she thinks that Stuart, she can see a, a kinder side in Stuart. She thinks he, he's genuine when he's turned a new leaf. Um, and so she's willing to give him another another chance. But this is the last one and yes. she'll be watching him. Mm. She'll be watching him very close with her little eyes. Kudos to Ricky Champ, because when I heard that they were giving him Stuart a redemption, mm. it was a bit like, hmm, you can't. But he's been playing it quite well, hasn't he? They're taking it the long route. Yeah. So it's not that it's not like Haley's mum, where you were expecting to feel sorry for her <laughs> after one episode. Like, oh, yeah. I've got or this little... Max and Rainey, they saved that baby, so <laughs> everyone forgives them. Exactly. Mm. So they're doing it They're doing it with some kind of construction behind it. So there's a, there's a reason behind it. And there's her, and Dot is a great character to almost, for want of a better word, to kind of angelize like Stuart, to make him mm. into this better reformed character. Because every time she speaks to him, it's like something switch clicks onto Stuart's mind. Mm. And he wants to do better and be liked. He does. And we're, we're going to learn a lot more about his upbringing, um, apparently, because Kate Oates is keeping him. She's mm. been doing lots of interviews this week about things, so we'll drop some little things in. But, yeah, they're going to look into his past and what makes him the way he is, mm. which is quite nice. It sort of rounds him off as not just a villain. There's reasons why. Yeah, there's there's more layers to that onion. Mm. Uh, and yeah, Which it's... we said this when they were first introduced. We said we wanted to see halfway in Stuart's mum and dad. Well, yeah, because or learn liked... a bit what was, why Stuart felt like the big protective brother over halfway, and mm. halfway was a bit wimpy. So because we know, we want. yeah, because Stuart was abused younger, and he almost took the abuse for halfway, mm. so that halfway didn't get the abuse. Because there is that relationship between them two as well that mm. it really would be fascinating to explore yeah. and to have them. Halfway needs a, a bit of something. He's been a bit. He needs something more he? than. Um, his hat more than his hat and more than this relationship where he's trying to have a baby yeah. with, with Whitney but then as we know in our next story that no relationship is safe on the square anymore I know I'm sad about this mm. with Christian Denise I know it's kind of been forgotten that they're meant to be a couple <laughs> and it's only brought up when it's necessary like on the consent episode and stuff but I do I did enjoy them as a couple since they first ever got together mm. and there was that age gap and her best friend was his mum and stuff. It was a really good story, but it's that's it. They've just decided to break up. Well, after the New Year's Eve, where they were practically, I know, you know, doing it on the in the hallway, Vic floor. <laughs> yeah, um, they yeah. Denise goes off on holiday for a couple of weeks, comes back and has hmm. a completely different change of tune. She, she just lost her job. Well, she loses her job afterwards, and so she feels like the world around her is mm. crumbling. But um, I suppose this means that this there's no need to worry about bringing up the whole Kush having the affair story. No, no that was just come out, brought it up, and that was it, really. Yeah, but he, she, he did, she did say, "I wouldn't say anything," and he's like, "Oh, thanks, mum." But mm. there's no need. I mean, even if it gets brought up now, it doesn't really matter because yeah, broken they've up, broken up. So. so that's that story wasted. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I'm guessing they're doing it, obviously pairing them off to other people. Don't know who they want because Mitch 
has shown some interest in quite a few women on the square. I mean, all at he, once. he was flirting with Shirley. Mm. Um, Karen, Denise. Karen, Denise, yeah. Honey. Oh, yeah, honey. But he was helping them. He was being a gentleman, wasn't he? Mm. Um, and uh, Shirley immediately kind of threw it, threw it <laughs> off and didn't want anything to do with him. But, yeah, um, yeah it is a shame about Denise because you kind of you liked their relationship. It mm. seemed quite... It, for a little while, it seemed quite pure. But as as Denise said quite rightly, she kind of asked him to marry her when he was on his deathbed, about to go into an operation for his heart. Mm. So perhaps it was a bit rushed. Perhaps it was a bit like yeah. But they did that. They did that real good story with Chris, um, with Denise and Carmel, where Carmel was like finally accepting it, their friendship, and said, "If you ever hurt him, and mm. I know I really do love him." They did like they did like a big deal about it, and then they just like nah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of in that. The cafe. It's like, oh, <laughs> but they don't talk crazy. anymore, and they've been engaged for a long time, and you know, no wedding plans mm. been made, so they're kind of. But then, you know, they was they're still quite a young relationship, really. Do they? I feel like Denise is rushing things because, mm. as you said, later on she loses her job, and then she starts questioning. You know, she's fifty next week, and she's got nothing to show for it, particularly. And when she was younger, she didn't think she'd ever make it this far, which is a weird thing to say, but um. And so it's almost like she is rushing it now. She's like, she just wants to get everything that she's supposed to have at this point mm, in order. done. In order, yeah. Have a, mm. or a... Maybe that age gap was an issue then in the end, deep down. Well, because Kush obviously doesn't want to settle. He's, because he mm. settled once before and it went a bit wrong. And also Kush is a bit of a player, let's mm. be honest with you. He's a good looking lad. He can get any, he's pretty good at getting the women He's got a job at the door of E20. You know, that's a good place <laughs> Apparently, to... Apparently, uh, we should <laughs> never think. It's <laughs> a shame this didn't happen a bit earlier and they could have incorporated Kush into the Ruby storyline rather than Jay. Maybe have Ruby and Kush date I, afterwards. No, because I don't think Kush and Ruby would suit. Ooh. Ruby and well, Jay... no one suits Ruby. Because <laughs> she needs to leave. <laughs> she's, very, she's a very dangerous <laughs> character. But uh, no, bless Ruby. She... she um. No, she, her and Jay are sweet. She and yeah. Jay, her and Jay is perfect. And also, as you... we said earlier on the program lola mm-hmm. is on her way so that would be an interesting dynamic yeah. too i have a feeling that maybe the ahmed sisters may be fighting for kush maybe there's gonna be something there i agree they're, but the similar there's not many characters similar age to kush that are mm. single i hope I, he doesn't get back to stacy don't do that again no i know I, I think no. stacy has got a road and it's bald and ginger to be honest with you yeah. on, on her cards in the future i mean it'll be interesting to see what masood thinks of kush having a relationship uh with another member of his family if he was to um get involved or not i know poor masoud's a bit quiet really he has gone a bit quiet recently hasn't he it's, it's, but... it's been a bit strange he's not been in it a lot and he's doing a lot of theater um outside of the soap so he seems to be not connected to it at all i just i would watch all of john york's people closely oh i see, I, I agree i agree although but... big mo's got a storyline Thank God she's staying. Yes, and and Jean's got a good future mm, storyline too. Yeah, which I'm really excited. Well, I was really excited to hear. Yes, we'll talk about that um, when we talk about the Slaters, maybe. Fair enough. It's something different to talk about because it's the same story again. Well, on the Slaters. Yeah. Why not? Right. So next up, we have more parts of our ongoing series of Julie's Legacy, where we look back at all the Julie's themes used from 1985 to present day. Welcome back to Julia's Legacy. 
where we take a look back at every single Julius theme that's been used in the show's history. <laughs> every single one of them. Mm. Well, apart from the special ones, which could come up later <laughs> if there's another part. <laughs> if we ever have the uh, energy to go through this uh, again. Mm. But it's been great, hasn't it? Especially now we've been able to treat ourselves to watching the full episode so mm. we can get a full background. Yeah, every episode. And so, it's yeah. funny that you can see you can automatically fill in the gaps because you're like, oh, I remember when that and that and that happened that led to that. Mm. So it's, it's been quite good yeah. fun. And when you watch episodes like years apart, mm. you can see like how it deteriorates and how it's good yes. and how it's bad and how the cast are good. And so yeah, that's interesting. Because at the beginning of these episodes, because these are the 2000s, the beginning of the 2000s, you felt a bit like, oh... This is the dodgy ground again. Yeah. But then as it progressed, you thought, oh, actually, it's not too bad. No, it's okay. <laughs> These ones aren't too bad. It's better than the boat with Gary, which was a low oh, point for me. the boat with Gary. You'll, <laughs> never let it, you'll never let it down, will you? No. So the first one we've got today is the 5th of March, 2010. And this one is Bradley Branning's funeral. Yes. So Dot is laying flowers at his grave for the Julius theme. And obviously we know quite a lot leads up to poor Bradley's funeral. Well, we know, and I think most people would know, that what came before Bradley's funeral was the live episode, the very first ever EastEnders live episode. And it was the full episode as well. None of this silly stuff when they have a few live scenes here and there. This was a full half hour. No adverts either. No, no. So they had to do the whole thing in one run. And Bradley died, obviously. Sorry, spoilers out there for anyone who may not have known. And Stacey admits to Max that she's the one who killed Yes. Archie. And since then, Stacey has run off somewhere and no one really knows where she's gone. Um, And Jean, throughout this episode that we watched, keeps thinking that Stacey is on her way back and she Mm. she wouldn't miss Bradley's funeral, not for anything. She'd want to come and see him and say goodbye. Mm. And Bradley's being buried with everyone thinking that he's murdered. Yeah, because the coroner phones Jack, obviously Jack. So Jack's Jack's got the phone call. And in the middle of this whole wake after Bradley's (laughs) funeral, he decides to not take Max to one side and say, should we just have a quiet word with you just to let you know? He's like, yeah, coroner's called. Yeah, they're going to close the case. It's Bradley. Bradley (laughs) killed him. Yeah, right in front of Peggy. I know, Peggy. Peggy gives this really judgy look, doesn't she? Like, probably looks down Mm, her nose at Max. Yeah, thought so. (laughs) Max Max still doesn't believe... Well, Max knows the truth, you see. Yeah. But Max can't say the truth. Because he loves Stacey as well. Exactly. Caught in the middle. So he has to bite his lip and just basically have everyone believe that Bradley was the one who murdered... And this goes on for, I think, throughout the year. It goes on for quite a while, yeah, Yeah. because Stacey leaves soon as well um i mean one of the funny ongoing things is that tanya really doesn't like funerals <laughs> she, always, she always sits outside in the car doesn't she mum's outside she's in the car <laughs> so she did it again poor abby little will she know in a few years time that'll be her mum mm. outside the funeral from her own funeral <laughs> <laughs> i mean abby um turned up because abby and lauren are both staying and living with tanya at this point mm. because the divorce has kicked yeah. in and, uh... it's the same old thing with max every yeah. it's just the same yeah, it's just a cycle of life. Same story. Because yeah. there's one later where it's the exact same story, but we just skip past it because we'd seen it. But also, like, the saddest day, not, not the saddest day of his life, but perhaps one of the saddest days of his life up to this point, uh, he, you know, his son has died. He's done, He's just buried his son and he's got this secret. And what does he do? No, he ends up making out with Stacey's friend Becca, who she met from the mental yeah. asylum. So it's, it's typical Max. And again, you kind of... Even at this point, you kind of think, your sympathy wanes mm, at this point. It's yeah, like, and he's like drinking, isn't he? He's got his little flask. His little hip flask. I love the exaggerated drinking. It's like, <laughs> how much whiskey or whatever beverage is in that? Is, is there in the flask? They seem to be endless on this pit of alcohol. Unless he keeps topping it up somewhere. They have a wake. They've made a cake 
Um, They've had a wake, made a cake. Yep, and it says something <laughs> like a Star Trek reference on it, which isn't appropriate from y- Billy. Yes, um, which everyone's like, oh, that's not that's not cool. It's for not Billy. a birthday. <laughs> it's not a celebration, <laughs> Billy. Yeah, and then um, Dot goes with Bradley's mum because she also comes to the funeral, his mm. actual mum, um, and they lay flowers down for him mm. on his beam me up. Yes, <laughs> says, beam me up. It's really sad actually, and I remember at the time being feeling quite emotional that they you know bradley had died mm, the it was a big thing wasn't it everyone quite liked bradley didn't mm. they but and because it he wasn't was... announced and it was all quite sudden it was well they, no one knew who, what was going to happen on the no. live episode there was no spoilers released at all even the the cast of the live episode were given different scripts mm. so everyone thought they were filming different scenes and it wasn't until the night that people were told right your scene's in and your scene is in so it was yeah. really cleverly done yeah, really so good. it was a surprise when bradley was killed off yeah. bradley and i think dot says it in this episode was the only light in the square so he was only the he was like the too nice to live in albert mm. square wasn't he and yeah. it, it just was Played a shame off as a mug yeah, no, I don't like think he was a mug. Yeah. He was, he was, well, obviously he wasn't a mug because he ended up killing Archie to defend his woman. Um, but <laughs> well, so we think. W- yes, well, exactly. But uh, it's he was too he was too pure for this world, and mm. uh, I think Dot kind of summed it up in the uh, funeral yeah, episode. Dot's always there. She is, at any funeral, there. she's there. <laughs> it's like Karen at a buffet. <laughs> She'll be there. <laughs> right, so next up, we are on the 26th of April. So not long after. They're like every few months in 2010. This mm. is still 2010. And we have a secretly pregnant Amira Masood leaves Wolford by taxi after it's revealed her husband Saeed is gay. Oh, now not... we remember this episode. This is very good. Yes. Very well, good episode. Christian had prior to this decorated their flat for them and then <laughs> painted on the wall. Uh, Secret message. Yeah. Saeed loves Christian in the heart like you do on your school book when you're mm. like a kid. And Not mi- Christian loves Saeed, that's very important. It was Saeed, Saeed loves, loves Christian. Christian, yes. It just doesn't make sense, Saeed. Why would they write <laughs> it that way around? <laughs> I mean, you can't really win, Saeed, because if he said it was Christian the person, then obviously he's gay. If he said, oh, I mean Christianity, I'm dropping my Muslim you know, religion, yeah, it then accepted. it wouldn't be accepted either way. So he was mm-hmm. in trouble, harpooned from both directions. It's very sad because, you know, you want Saeed to be himself, admit it, admit his love for Christian, but at the same time... You kind of on her side as well because mm. she didn't ask for any of this. Plus, she'd be shunned by the family. They would mm. say it was her fault yeah. why, Chris, uh, why Saeed has come out. Yeah, as not gay. woman enough. Yeah, exactly. She's not doing her duty, or she's not beautiful enough to be able to tempt a man away from homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, parallel to this, we have the storyline with Denise and Chelsea because Denise uh, Chelsea thinks she's pregnant because mm. her and Amira took a pregnancy test together. Yes, and whatever could have gone one's wrong. One's pregnant, one's not pregnant, yeah. and Chelsea thinks she is pregnant. So Amira obviously thinks I'm not pregnant. But Amira had already kept the family thinking that she was pregnant. Yes. And it wasn't until Christian came storming in during their kind of housewarming party mm. and announced to the whole Muslim community of Wolford that <laughs> uh, actually Saeed, he likes the other team, you know. Yeah. Um, that it's very she said, tense, though scenes weren't they and when the, all the family were there and mm. they were trying to keep it secret that this has come out and yeah trying to keep both sides of the family happy and because they're all gossips aren't they and judgy in that family but it, it's i think it's something the of culture. the culture mm. yeah they they kind of judge one another who can be up from the yeah. other one it's almost like zainab is she's more she's not actually she is worried that her son's gay but what she's more worried about is the family judging her like that's her mm. top like worry mm. <laughs> which is um really interesting and even saeed says that once he's been exposed because amira says you know you're not even good enough to plant a seed in me you know i'm not pregnant and so she still believes she's un, you know not pregnant and the secret is out and 
Saeed basically runs this just the immediate family. So it's his mum and dad and, and Tamwa. And Tamwa has a really sweet moment, actually, because he says, I don't care that you're gay. Um, it's fine but the mum and dad are, are like well you've you've ruined the family no one will use our services anymore you know within the community no one will use our like food that we cook for yeah for the agri- name will just be ruined yeah the name's been ruined just because you've, you you're living your true life your true mm. self and uh it's it's really horrible isn't it that, that it all comes down to reputation mm. rather than the love within your family yeah it's really interesting seeing the side the side of because christian basically out Saeed without Saeed wanting to be outed. I mean, that's naughty. Christian doesn't have the right yeah. to out someone But it, that it's way. that sort of dynamic of Christian is someone who is already out. He's comfortable with everything. He knows what it's like to be out. It's all okay for him. So he thinks he's like doing him a favour, like he knows best. Mm. And Saeed is the one who's inexperienced and not sure what it would be like. So that's a nice sort of dynamic they have there. But yeah, it did make Christian come across a bit unfair. I think so. I think yeah, Christian had... Taking the choice away from Saeed. Exactly. Right. It was Saeed's choice to tell him. But then I suppose maybe, as you said, Saeed needed that kick mm. to kind of... To do it, to actually finally do it. And yeah. he did. He did. He did. And we also find out, because the Judas theme is actually on a mirror, mm. and um, she's rubbing her stomach because Chelsea comes to tell her pregnancy tests were the wrong way around. Yeah. Are I'm you sure? Pregnant. 100%. <laughs> I mean... I take I take refuge to that. I don't think you can ever be 100% no. to be sure with those deaths. But yeah. But she rubs her tummy at the end and goes yeah. in, the ta- in the back of the car, her dad's car. So so Amira and Saeed, have a, there's a child out there. I know. And I'm sure they haven't mentioned it. Well, the only mem- family members now, or the original, is Masood. Yeah. So, I mean, there are the Ahmeds, but... I'm wondering if, like, one year it was, like, there was mentioned during a party, like, really briefly... Mm. maybe but yeah nothing's really come of that so that's interesting because he'll be about nine years old now yeah i'd love he or she quite right and it would be it'd be really interesting because the the child would have been real shunned or kept quiet Mm. so yeah you wonder what what happened when she went back with that baby because perhaps their family wanted them to pretend that it wasn't amira's so Mm. they might have pretended or they've given it up or yeah yeah. yeah. lots of options there It's very exciting but yes it's potentially a character that could return yes with Saeed, that'd be fun. That'd be great. <laughs> so, so next up, we are on the 23rd of June, 2010. Still 2010. And this is Stacey Branning holds her ba- baby daughter Lily after giving birth in hospital. Mm. Claudia Winkleman's been born <laughs> into the world. <laughs> Just before she starts presenting Strictly. <laughs> Got good timing. Hour-long episode we had here. Special feature length. It was. I mean, half the episode could have been written off. It yeah. was unnecessary. It was just... and when we were watching it, we were thinking... This doesn't feel like an hour-long episode. No. But it's a, it's a lot of revelations about who Lily's father is, because everyone thinks it's Bradley's. Because mm. Abby says, oh, you have to name Bradley when he's born. Well, yeah, no, she offered to, to babysit, didn't yeah. she? she said, she's one of our family. He's one, he or she's one of the family, so you, we can, you can look after her for mm. you. Just, Big just Mo ask. wants her to be named Mo. Big Mo, she really likes to get her name spread doesn't she, she tried to get cherry called mo yeah she did <laughs> someone has to have a someone baby be, it's a good name good yeah, strong, strong name strong name <laughs> um and then yeah ryan and janine are together and janine has told stacy that it, there was like some sort of bet on him just mm. kissing stacy and it didn't mean anything so that's upset stacy she's kind of showing those signs of her illness again isn't she and she's very angry at ryan mm. in the rain she goes into her labour and he's the only one there to help. And he sort of gets forced into the 
ambulance with her. Yes, because they all believe that he's the husband or the partner who's because mm. uh, she is, but which they she don't is, know. Exactly. Only Stacey and Jean knows. And there's a lot of there's a lot of hints to that that um, because I think the audience know that it's Ryan's baby. Probably it's not yeah. Bradley. So we know this, and there's lots of lines that are said when Ryan is with Stacey that indicate that it is his child and uh, little hints to kind of give him the clues that it might be his. Mm. Um, the, the most telling one is when the nurse hands the baby to him and says, oh, here's your child. Yeah. And he didn't correct her. No. Um, and he just kind of starts cradling it. And so he's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is it. He's a bit shell-shocked. I don't he think is. he's quite taking it all in. Well, I mean, he got shouted at quite heavily by Stacey. I know, she was right <laughs> She was on swearing it, at him, telling him to get out, then telling him to come back in again. <laughs> she was sucking on that gas like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> she was having a great time. She knew time. how to do it straight away. The nurse didn't even tell her how to use this instrument. <laughs> she put it in her mouth and she was away. It's like a, it's like a can of deodorant in a brown paper bag mm. to her. And once again, Jean knew the secret of who the dad was, mm. just like Cherry and Haley. So there's lots of parallels with the Haley and Stacey storyline with this birth. Well, yeah, absolutely. It was very much a parallel story to what happened to Haley. Mm. So she didn't want the baby, and she was distressed when she was having yeah, it. Secret and... dad. Secret dad. She's shouty and angry like yeah. Haley. I mean, she didn't have the child in a crack house. No, nearly on the street though. <laughs> near the pg she was at the pg in the rain she's like go away from me ryan and then fell on her knees ryan breaks up with janine as well says that she's poison yes which upsets janine because janine's janine earlier to this is upset and starts talking to pat Mm. um about you know how do you keep your man you know you and frank aren't a great example (laughs) i love pat i know she's great well she gets drunk on gin and tonics Mm. with uh, peggy doesn't she tries to flirt with ryan if i was 20 years younger i'd give you a go (laughs) (laughs) she's not changed pat will never change So, um, yeah, it's a nice episode. Maybe just doesn't need to be an hour long, but... Well, the thing is, it was padded out with the Max, again, Max and the kids storyline. Uh, Max yeah. finds out that, because he's booked a holiday with Abby and Lauren, and Abby and Lauren have already booked a school yeah. trip to America. And they want to move back in with Tanya. Yeah, and they'd rather be with Tanya. And he got the Been divorce there papers. Exactly. And he didn't open the letters, and he doesn't believe he got the divorce papers. And then Abby's like, I told you open your letters, and throws <laughs> the letters at him. And it's just, yeah, it's a bit silly. And it's, it's the same like... thing from, like, 2002 mm. to 2018, basically. It, it, it's, it's funny. Every time there's a scene with Stacey, there's always a scene with Max. Mm. Like, the stories are always parallel to one another. Yeah. They are destined to get together. It's obvious, isn't Pat it? Pat and Frank. Young is, Pat and Frank. It is the Pack and Pat and Frank show. <laughs> right, so the last one we've got is the 16th of July, 2010. And Saeed's back. So Saeed admits his true feelings to Christian and they walk away together as a couple. It's so, yeah, a really lovely episode. A few ep- yes, and uh, Saeed's um, at some kind of therapy to make mm. him straight. He's given up his therapy but hasn't told his parents that. Well, he told him to stuff it, the therapist. Yeah. He said, you can stuff it. Yeah, and Christian is trying to do... What's his new boot camp called? Ab, ab, abs, uh... ab, no, it's called Absacadabra. <laughs> but it's really difficult to pronounce. It is. Jane doesn't think it's very good. Well, she doesn't. But then there's a little joke when she said, you can do fix anything with your magic wand. And he goes, yeah, Absacadabra. <laughs> Dude, that's taking me ages to be able to say that without any flaws. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. I might start a personal <laughs> training firm. Um, and yeah, there's another like family party of the Masoods again. And they're saying, oh, we'll set you up. We'll get you with the right girl this time it'll be great it'll be fine there's lots of good suitors for you and he tries to talk to christian and christian sort of says no i'm not in for this anymore yeah it's, it's, he thinks that he's just wants him as a kind of a play thing a part-time mm. thing so he can just go to christian and have a bit oh, of yeah, fun what did he say it was a um 
It was something like, oh, if you want, yes. you're a bit of a special reward or something. No, if you want a reward, you can go to... You, there's places for that. Yeah. yeah. If you want, that's it, a reward, because he feels... Because he says, I, I told the therapist to, to do one, you know. And he's like, yeah, well, if you want a reward, there's places for that. <laughs> so, okay. And um, the whole time he's looking for a good cut of beef for his uh, meal, but yeah. obviously it's he keeps looking over at Christy and every time it's said, it's like, have you got yourself a good cut beef? Because you don't want anything stringy. And every time someone says it, he looks over the and market. Christian's in a vest. <laughs> Christian's in a vest with sweat pouring off him, running around the square. He calls him out across the square in the garden. Well, first of all, he's done it yet again. Saeed's decided to make it, a, as you say, a family occasion. So everyone can see and hear um, that he's gay. He can't be changed. Yes. And uh, so he can't do it quite, can't do anything quietly. No. And Tamwa says, are you happy? He like mm. wants him to be happy and he doesn't care. So um, he lets Masood know that he's given him his Quran back mm. and he's left them and they see them across the square hugging and embracing. Yes. Zainab's disgusted. <laughs> well, Zainab, I think Zainab's really torn by this whole situation because I don't think, I don't think Zainab, she, she wants her son to be happy. She loves nothing more than her children. Mm. But, but she time, doesn't want the family name ruined. ruined in this way. She can't, she still can't fathom homosexuality and two men being no. together. I mean, those scenes from two years ago when he, the wedding, when we could, I'd love to analyze that, that episode when Saeed and Amira's wedding is happening. And it's about two or three episodes and she's at the bill's house and she's having it out with christian mm. and that conflict and that fight they have together is just amazing it's, it's really good so oh it's goosebumps to watching mm. it it's very tense yeah they don't they don't like cover their words they it's quite brutal the things they say to each mm. other mm. on that episode but they find love in the end and admit love for each other they do they have the um, fake train going over the bridge. I know it's like this. Uh, whenever anyone walks down the market, Bridge Street Market, yeah. it, it, it just I just wait for like a sunset to happen above it. But they always like do the train go by or something mm. like that. And you, do you know by. the first time that was ever used? What the, the train? Yeah, the fake CGI train. Oh no! The first episode they used it on was during Lou Bill's funeral. Oh, they projected right. it, especially for Lou Bill. They projected it. What yeah, they put it like, on the screen or something. Yeah, like, you know, not they didn't have CGI back in nineteen eighty eight. But um yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, that's the first time they ever used it was for Lou Bill's funeral. Oh, right. Because I know that I think in Coronation Street when they used to have the tram going by, in like the seventies or the eighties, they used to basically have a cardboard cutout and someone would <laughs> seriously and someone would walk like it. walk past with it, yeah, oh. and it would slow down. There you go. There's a little fact for you. Wow. I thought it was real. I thought it was a real train that went over the um, no. square. Lou Bill's Legacy. That's our next series. <laughs> I bet you we'll analyse every scene of Lou Bill. Oh god, all day. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to do it. Her scenes are just timeless. But yeah. more on the classic extenders a bit later, maybe. Of course. But there you go. That's our four for this one year. Four in one year so far. And there's still a bit we've, more to go. We've got one more in 2000, yes. which will be next week. But we thought it's it's good to begin and end with the uh, Masood. Yes. So there you go. That was Julia's Legacy. Wasn't that wonderful? It was. It's. It's. I. I really enjoy doing Julia's Legacy. It's. It's. Um. I don't know. It's really interesting seeing all the old episodes, rewatching mm. them again, and just watching them, and and seeing how the characters have changed. Yeah. What storylines have been copied? What, also true. Also true. Speaking of copied later storylines. Oh, Control C, Control P. Mm. Depends what device you're using. Oh, sorry. Command C, Command P. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're talking about the Slater storylines. 
this time. I mean, I'm quite. I love Haley. We're big fans of Haley on the show. We but are. I am quite glad that she's on a bit of a mental break now. A mental literally. break for her and a mental break for yeah. us. Yeah. It seems that it's like yeah. I I needed some weeks away from Haley. It kind of calms the Slater story down a little bit because mm. every week we seem to be just going through the mill of doing the same mm. stuff each time. And Saying it's... that, I still didn't enjoy this week's story. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was all right. It was, it was okay. You had to take a huge pinch of salt for the ending uh, of the mm. week with the Slaters and Cat and Alfie. Yeah. But the beginning was okay. Although, she mm. again, she just did the same that yeah. she did. She escaped from hospital. A month ago, exactly. Um, from her therapist. Yeah, and had a little chat with Stacey. Stacey phoned the hospital saying she's here. But no, she phoned Jean. Because oh, was Jean, it Jean? Yeah, because oh. then Jean is in the square, kind of like a ghost, kind of pops up and is like, you right there, Hayley? So Hayley's like, whoa, like that. Um, and she's, Hayley's bought this uh, kind of toy set for her, for Cherry, which she um, stole £20 from Jean's purse in order to buy. Yeah, I mean, they all, they, they have a chat and they convince her that she does need, I mean, this happened last week anyway. Kat mm. has already convinced her this, but... They convince her again. <laughs> um, and she does go back to get help. And the, the social worker's a bit weird, isn't she? I didn't like the social worker. Really? She was really unlikable. And she like put her own problem. She was like, sorry, I was having a bad day. I shouldn't have done that to you. I it's know. Like, right. Yeah, she was really end of the beginning as well when the therapist was talking to her. And she was like, is everything okay, Haley?" And Haley's like, yeah, no, it's fine. Are you sure, Haley? Yeah. And then she just snapped and went, did you jump in front of the bus or not? <laughs> and it was like, all right. She's an awful therapist. Yeah, not very good, is she? And she, and poor. She had a bad day, though. Remember, she was having a bad day. So, so maybe the therapist needs to see a therapist. Maybe. So it's an ever-ending <laughs> circle in the NHS. But um, Haley's gone now. I, I'm assuming Kate Jarvis is on a break because she's worked quite hard all over Christmas, yeah. and all the big episodes, and even after the big episodes, she was always there. And so. very dramatic stories. Yeah. Although I didn't like the way that she was having this. You saw this final therapy <laughs> uh, session she was having with um the lady mm. and. Next minute, she looks it pans up, over. and you see the whole Slater family looking through the window like she's an animal in a zoo, like waving at her, going, "Hi, Haley." We they just brought all the kids. Yeah, and oh, look. Mo's there as well, putting her head against the window, Can't blowing her some peanuts. <laughs> yeah, there should be a little hole where a little tube comes down when she gets a reward mm. for being there. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was a bit was silly. silly. It's like would you wouldn't watch someone having no. a therapy. Also, session. if you, it's like a private room you don't have a big window for everyone to look into i mean fine have a window there but put some blinds up <laughs> or just mind your own business don't yeah. just stand there staring at them it might you know when um Haley was on the uh, balcony and you just saw cat clung against yeah. the window like a garfield, garfield. toy on the mm, <laughs> just it just reminds like that, me of that it? again why does everyone feel the need that they have to keep watching Haley? yeah, yeah. But she's gone that's done so cherry cat is looking after four kids yes so that's interesting um alfie is continuing his ongoing lies and scumminess um ian has had to say i can't invest i'm afraid his deep fat fryer broke yeah you okay. can't even open the chippy what's wolford to do without a chippy eh kathy's not there to keep things in order exactly. i bet she cleans it health so and she... safety check <laughs> she has she's got a little clipboard she walks around deep fat fryer check <laughs> so he's had to pull out and he said to alfie oh but jack's still interested isn't he so it's all okay yeah which was a lie, because Jack has no interest whatsoever. All Jack's <laughs> interest in is in himself. Mm, the fireplace is now gone. Yes. So that's sad. That's Kat was very upset bailiffs. by the fireplace going. Well, she was upset because they were taking a lot of things. <laughs> like the bailiffs were taking their money back. for. Um, I thought that he, supposedly then, the fireplace was bought on credit. So, so was he renting it? Was he renting a fireplace from like Bright House down so the road? They take down the extension, are they? Well, that's what Take I that was with thinking. Brick by brick. <laughs> you just see it under their arms, just taking the stairs off they go. Um, there was this also a weird thing that apparently Alfie has 
a private garage rental and also a like really expensive vintage car that's which always you, in a private garage. Which you won on a bet. Yeah, a private garage. That's another thing that's an expense. <laughs> yeah. It's a storage it was really garage. Weird. He like, took Phil there to look at it. Well, he's offered Phil to... Because he, when he went to speak to Phil in the garage and he saw Keanu there and Keanu quickly hid the bundle of money that he found mm. in a tyre. Again, Alfie how was that it. hidden in the tyre on the car? <laughs> I don't... Because you know how tight those... Ty- my, my, you know my brother's a mechanic. And if you've ever watched him fit a tyre mm. onto the rim... There's no way you could sneak money. It's so tight that you squeeze it in. You have to use like a kind of powdery Vaseline. Also, what job was Phil asking Keanu to to do to take all four tyres off? (laughs) It's a bit of a weird job in the first (laughs) place. It's not like an oil change, is it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take all the tyres off and replace them. (laughs) Perfectly good, but let's do it. So yeah, Alfie sees that he's got this bundle of money and so offers Phil to launder it for him. And the classic card that he won on the bet that no one knew about until now is... (laughs) The collateral to, to basically allow him to do it mm. because Phil's a bit reticent to let him do it because he's like, well, I'm meant to trust someone who's got bailiffs coming over and taking all that, all your stuff away from you. And well, you're going to... He's got gonna... a point. He has got a point as we later find yeah. out in they the They go week. to Wolfie's for a nice family meal. Mm. So everything's all jolly again with Alfie. I've sorted it all out, love, don't worry. <laughs> <sighs> um, he's on Ian. <laughs> yeah, and then he doesn't turn up to his own meal anyway. Mm. Sends her a cat a text and says, oh, for... give me 48 hours, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me, I'll be I'll be home. And then when she's so then trying... we have the, yeah, the 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 twenty four hours. When the, the forty eight hours that precede this is mm. just ridiculous. So the police turn up and they believe that Alfie has committed suicide. <laughs> Broadchurch style. Broadchurch style. Cat um has already twigged that he's probably doing this for an insurance claim mm. or something like that, and so he's doing. Is it, it for the vintage car that he showed Phil? Is that the one that he's taken? See, it's kind of been left in the air. Yeah, they say that his car was left on the clifftop, mm. still running and everything in it. But they didn't say which car it was. Cat told Phil it was his original car, the car he turned mm. up in. But the vintage car is now missing because yeah. Phil hears that Alfie is, yeah. in vertical is dead and quickly <laughs> runs over to the Slaters to find out what's going on. Mm. That um, was a great scene. It was, Phil, actually. Stacey and Cat. Mm. I mean, you know. But Phil... it was like the old days, wasn't yeah. it? It felt all nostalgic again. Phil doesn't not win a battle. No. And nor does Cat or Stacey. <laughs> so it was quite loggerheads. But quite funny lines going through. Hair dryer. Yes, yes. Um, I'll buy your hair dryer. And um, yeah. And there was a great line also earlier with Mo when they're talking about like faking your own death. <laughs> and she says, well, that one over the cafe, she's done all right out of it. <laughs> yeah, that old cougar, that blonde cougar. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And um, yeah, they wondered where all the money was going for. And she, and then why, he, Phil asked why the police were there. Cat's like, oh, uh, Mo, she was soliciting again, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. casually, you know, passed. So that was really funny. Mo also earlier says um, that she had she she um, had a feeling that a spirit was telling her that she knew where Malfi was, mm. and then Stacey was like, shut up, Mo. <laughs> no one's having any of it anymore. <laughs> any of that anymore? But yeah, that was nice. I mean, not many people can have an argument with Phil, but mm. a Stacey argument is quite good. Yeah, and Cat didn't even seem that upset like Stacey was like you know Phil's gonna want his 50,000 pounds back mm. and Kat's, Kat's like well, it's not my problem he can scream and shout all he wants I know which well, was really she has this note which Alfie left <laughs> one of the kids allegedly ate has eaten half of it Ernie had eaten half the note after <sighs> drawing on his face bright red with her lipstick and then rubbing it against <laughs> on the stairs on the stairs yeah. I mean maybe there's just something the wrong with like these Daddy children Alfie. <laughs> but yeah these these children are running amok in this later house mm. it's it's not the note was just useless 
Like, well, it was useless unless you had the... <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's like he was waiting for it to be torn as well. Maybe Alfie deliberately tore it. And so he did it well, like it a scavenger hunt. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's worse than Joyce's letters. <laughs> it's fair. Well, we know now that Kat is awful at any kind of scavenger hunt. Because, well, I know. Like, she said, I looked everywhere. I I've looked everywhere and, and I like, can't wardrobe's find... And wardrobe's like a big thing that you look in. Like, it would have made some more sense if it was like, look under the bed in the box in this yeah under the shoes code three one two one six the code cherry or something <laughs> or nana moon look in nana moon's slipper box or something like mm. that would make more sense rather than her opening a wardrobe and money falling well, i was gonna say we wouldn't have had that beautiful dramatic scene where she was on her knees and all this money fell on her face she looked she looked a little bit dazed by the whole situation didn't she and they did a really bizarre shot where they kind of did a close-up on her face it looked like it was odd. a dirty movie it did look like a dirty movie just money instead of other things <laughs> indeed it did my goodness I would... it was silly like just how did he place the money up there so that you open it in money and like, money fell on him down. i know it's like, like... <laughs> but that's <laughs> phil's money so mm. what is she gonna do just gather it up and give it to phil gonna keep it secret well, no i'm presuming but no because then she gets a text message from alfie later saying yeah. oh, um, the exact time the money f- fell off yeah you know? yeah exactly it's like he was watching her <laughs> maybe he's still in the um attic maybe there's a trigger that if the wardrobe's <laughs> opened it sends a text <laughs> yeah saying keep the faith i'll be home soon oh, no kiss but on a different number i mean there's a bit of theory being thrown around that that's not alfie who sent that text perhaps alfie's in trouble and it's someone else who sent what, it keep the faith <laughs> I don't know, but I the... hope I don't want Alfie to come back. Is that it now for Alfie, or is he back again next week? Well, no, it's forty-eight hours. His time is up. He'll be coming back, won't yeah, he? He said, "Keep the faith. I'll be back soon." I don't know what's going to happen with the money and Phil because Cat is Cat going to stay now, or is Cat and Alfie going to leave again with the money stealing it from, from Phil? Like, has he faked his own death to get like some insurance? But then, because there's no body and it's a mysterious death, that would take years to come through. But then if he's doing it for insurance, why did he take the money from Phil for then for her to then pay it back and then get the insurance money anyway? There's no need for the whole it's Phil just, bit in the middle. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not quite sure where, what his plan is, but... I mean, it's, I suppose it, it's that's the whole point, isn't it? We, we're meant to be left yeah, guessing, so... it's very odd. But whether she's just going to keep this £50,000 quiet, because Phil's going to notice if she starts walking around with, like, <laughs> new handbag or a new but, car but also if all that money fell on her she's going to find money in places where she didn't remember they they were she's yeah. going to have 50 pound ernie might eat some of it i was going to say keep ernie away from that money <laughs> so yes so from the ridiculous to the sublime some might say because i think we're going to be talking about oh yes so many good things coming up in the classic chat it's time for the classic east vendors yeah. roundup Ooh. There's a magical mystery tour of the human digestive system in Body Matters in half an hour on BBC One after this evening's episode of EastEnders. But what a few weeks in 87 this has been. Yes, but we, we can't uh, think about it too much. Let's just delve straight into it and let's talk about London in Bloom. Oh, the so, original. The original. So we, I didn't even know there was a, an original in oh, Bloom. Yeah. Uh, not Wolford in Bloom, London in no, Bloom. No, London in Bloom. This is the whole of London <laughs> in a competition who has the best flower boxes outside mm. their buildings. And, and it's the Vic versus the Dagma. Yeah, because they've, they've added a new category this year, pubs. <laughs> so uh, the Dagma's, Dagma's just opened. Wilmot Brown, he's not very happy with the clientele that are coming in there. And he's right snob. He's a proper snob. We're beginning to see a new Wilmot Brown mm. where he was like a bit of a posh guy, but a bit of an everyman nice, person. Yeah. He's now Slowly. beginning to show that he's a bit, mm. he feels like he's over like the parapet. Mary. 
he does not like it and he doesn't like that she's soliciting well she believes she is soliciting in his uh pub because ali has got a lot to answer for this week (laughs) he he is like a dog on heat (laughs) he fancies everyone and he's really open about it as well well sue's not to coin a term putting herself out very much anymore she's focused on test tube babies at the moment (laughs) yes she wants to have a job but she wants to do it the scientific way (laughs) not not the sexy ali way so ali is basically flirting with any female that moves mm, uh, everyone and he says the same lines as well as, i really fancied you yeah i think you feel the same way about me i think you're really attractive <laughs> and it doesn't get him anywhere i mean no, a few of them have been up for it pat is but i don't think well he was keen though. to begin with and yeah. then didn't seem so keen no. he tried it with Ange, and Ange was very polite and said no <laughs> um done it tried it with mary and yeah. she slapped him in the face <laughs> she did. it was a real slap as well oh, so but they were slap. dating in real life so do you think they had a little chat and said do you mind if i just do it properly yeah, yeah it's all right maybe it's all right, it's Linda. A, maybe it's a bit of a sexy thing for like when they got home later <laughs> maybe <laughs> but yeah he's not doing very well is he i mean sue was even jealous that he was taking L- ethel in a taxi <laughs> yes, because Ethel broke um, Dot's umbrella, or mm. lost Dot's umbrella after the two-hander, <laughs> oh. where Dot gave her permission to use the umbrella, after saying that, oh, Ethel, you always lose things, and then, point proven, Ethel did lose it, but that How two-hander... How amazing was that two-hander? Fantastic, though? it was absolutely fantastic. I could just watch it again. <laughs> mm, I again. really it could. It was so good. It was like watching a mini-play, mm. it was like watching a half-an-hour play, it, and it... Felt like it was one shot. It wasn't. There was a lot. It was of, long shots though. But they were long really shots. long shots, all in one go. And great. And you learnt so much about both the characters mm. in that short, condensed space of time. Like we now know that Dot was evacuated, and she preferred living in Wales. That her mum had a new husband, or a she new never dad. treated her very well. She had Did, an abortion. Charlie made having an abortion. Abortion, which was a little girl um, that she was She's devastated named about. Gwen. Yes, she named her Gwen. After her aunt. Her aunt. Um, yeah, so you learnt loads and loads. Mm. You learnt about Ethel and Ethel. her parents and how her, she's quite was quite vain when she was younger yes. and quite a bit of a flirt and she, a hussy. She, she let herself... Yeah, she was a bit like the uh, Alley of the uh, <laughs> 1950s. She liked to go to the boys yeah. and like flirt with them. But it was just, she lost yeah. her mum and dad, but she was more worried about her makeup and her mm. brother slapped her and now she regrets it and she wished she could tell her parents that she does miss them and mm. she didn't mean what she... It was... Beautiful. It was very well done. Really beautiful. Really, really good. Yeah, so more of those, please. Mm. And also, we had the fantastic... Can't forget Lou Bill on all this. Lou Bill. Because we haven't got much long left of her now. No. We've got about eight months worth of classic. Oh. Um, I know. I, I know, day. it hurts thinking about it. Um, but yeah, Jumble Sale, she wanted to get there. The Wolf of Jumble Sale <laughs> was a, a piece of art, honestly. So I mean, this <laughs> is what goes to show. If this was done today, a Jumble Sale, we would all be rolling our eyes and be like, oh, I forgot to Mm. but it's the way it was written mm. it was just amazing it was it was it, it, such a simple storyline it was yeah. like a nothing storyline but it gave so much character to so many people well we're saying also that there's like the jokes that you watch on the classic episodes they're not thrown in your face like they are today so mm. whenever there's a funny mo is an example where it's not the case because mo's are very subtle yeah um but nowadays when something meant to be funny mm. the writers want you to say Oh, this is really funny. Watch it. It takes centre stage, like Masood and Ian. That's for right. Like four, four weeks worth. Yeah, and every, you know, it was like a skit in the writer's mind. But mm. with the classic episode, like with Lou, for example, she faked her angina attack, so yeah, she gets to, get to go to the front of the queue. queue. Yeah. Ian offers her a cup of tea. She's like, oh, forget about that. And then goes straight to the table for material. Yeah, and, and, and there's a scene with, like, 
don't know, Kelvin and Michelle. But in the background, you could see Lou and she was chucking up all the stuff. She was looking at all, <laughs> she was sizing up all the shirts and the dresses and chucking them mm. over and taking big bundles. It was just so funny. And, and, and the well scene done. with Dot when Dot was trying to convince Lou not to buy the vase. And mm. again, a really subtle little she wanted scene it. because she wanted it. And then she hid it under the table. <laughs> and Tom bought Dot her umbrella. Mm. Um, it, could be, it was a lovely scene when he said, I found this for you, Dot. I'll put 10p in the charity box, of course. And Dot was like, of course. Like that. I mean, she was so smitten that yeah. Tom had done this. And it makes it okay. Yeah. And then, and then Carmel comes across and goes, oh, these people, the people who work here, they think just putting 10p in will settle it. But that's, it's not. It's still on their conscience. Mm. And, it was, yeah. and then Dot suddenly feels really bad about mm. them doing it. But yeah, the, the jumble, as you say, the jumble bell sale was brilliant. Really yeah. funny scene. I mean, Lou Bill does comedy so well. Mm. And she does serious so well. She's just a great actress, um, Lou. And, and a great character as well. She's just been written as mm-hmm. such a wonderful character. And she will be really sorely missed when we mm. talk about her exit, which, as you say, is not too long mm. to go now. Let's just take five seconds just to talk about Pete Bill and that <laughs> flipping hat. Oh, what, the cowboy? <laughs> I'm not a cowboy. I'm a westerner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a flaming cowboy. I'm not a flaming cowboy. Uh, <laughs> Stood there in his cowboy hat, cowboy boots, cowboy <laughs> belt, yes. his chaps. Oh, <laughs> goodness sake why is he wearing this because he does country western dancing yeah how many times a week <laughs> he's Wait, in it all the time he must be well into it he likes wearing the hat though doesn't he i think it adds <laughs> to his masculinity in his mind oh. but when he tips it he gets his two pointing fingers <laughs> and he tips it yeah, with a note in his between eyes. his fingers as well oh he's just, yo, half a lager no don't get me started on his ordering at the bar well, I worked in a bar, right, for a year, and whenever someone would stand there with their note flung in front of them, basically <laughs> to try to get my attention, I would ignore them. That's just the rude. Pete Bill. The Pete Bill. That's mm. the Pete Bill move, and it's just rude. <laughs> Dare they? But yeah, oh, Pete Bill was on form yet again, <sighs> unintentionally winding me I up. I wish we'd see some of his um, Western dancing lessons. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you think we will? I hope so. I don't think we will. Must be leading somewhere. Well, Pete doesn't like to lay himself open doesn't to look, people, like to does, look he? Silly, does he? No, he doesn't like to look Although silly. Although he always looks silly. But when, yeah, unintentionally, he doesn't realise he is. But no, maybe one day, maybe if they do another carnival around the square or something, perhaps that will be. Um, one last thing to quickly mention: Ange wants Den back, and he's determined to get Den from Morag. Mm, the weird Mor- relationship. Yeah, Morag I used to like, but after <laughs> last this, week, <laughs> last week, but this week I've kind of lost interest in Morag because Morag talks about Morag in the first person. Morag mm. is this, and Morag wouldn't like that. She's really. Yeah. Why does she do that? I hate people who do that. Morag would never take tolerate any of that business. Morag <laughs> won't take that from you, Den. It's like you're right, Morag. <laughs> it's a, just a weird relationship, her and Den. They don't even seem like they're together, but they are. But. Yeah, but Morag doesn't want... Uh, well, this is it. Morag doesn't want... Oh, it's like an open relationship. She likes to have an open relationship. She doesn't like to be stuck to one guy. Which Sharon and Wixie are super overanalyzing <laughs> their relationship at the moment. It's like, just have fun, you two. Yeah, like, she needs to get out of the way, doesn't she, Sharon? But they're, they're the talking about marriage now. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. She can't... She doesn't She doesn't feel comfortable comfortable being, you know, sexual with Wixie. But ah, that's fine. Let's get married. <laughs> it's really... Really odd. And they were asking everyone around the square mm. th- what their opinion was. It's like, well, come up with your own opinion. It's your relationship. So that's, that was a bit... Neymar quite rightly said that she... Ha- is, people are trying to arrange her marriage for her and she's trying to stop it from happening. Yeah. And now that Sharon and Wixie want their marriage arranged for them and they're mad. So, um, yeah. It's been mm. it's been a funny old week on the Classic EastEnders. It was good. I just love Lou Bill. I know you do. Just can't get enough of her. Well, we'll, I'm sure there'll be more next week. Yeah, but there's not much more. That's the trouble. See, I'm waiting for Morag to leave. But when Morag leaves, 
like Mary leaves, Lou leaves, Lofty leaves. Well, this is when Ange the, leaves. Yeah, a lot of the original cast all go at once, don't they? Yeah. And it's a it's a bit of a funny period. Sue when leaves, but more egg leaves. Well, Sue. So there's a plus. Yeah, but true. But Sue um is notably looking a bit like she pale. Goes, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that's got nothing to do with the actual soap itself. Right. So, uh, yes. Well, do you guys have been enjoying Classic EastEnders? Let us know what you've been enjoying by finding our Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. Just look for EastEnders Weekly. And that was our Classic EastEnders Roundup. This is Malcolm Einan wishing you a very good night on behalf of everybody here at the Television Centre. <laughs> right, we're back. Present day. Duh. I don't like it. Nor do I. It's <laughs> not a 70p for a coat. No, it feels too clean. <laughs> um, so we've got the storyline of Mitch and Karen and Bailey. Mm. The revelation has come out that Bailey is his daughter, even though last week you said it was his daughter. So you knew already somehow. I'm sure he mentioned it already. <laughs> I'm sure he I mean, said it to yeah. someone, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird revelation because it's kind of like, that's what you thought would have been. Well, I... Yeah, on Monday. Like, who did Karen think she was? Just some random girl well, exactly, living with her. Exactly. It's like, yeah, why did Mitch have this child? Did he just steal from the streets and just mm. decide to help her, let her help him do stuff while she played football? I don't know, Good actress, odd. though, Bailey, the girl. I like she? Bailey. Yeah, she's mm. fun. She likes magic. Bailey loves magic. It's a bit of a, an opener for Bailey, magic, isn't it? So she's someone new, yeah. someone she's not used to. She likes to show him a magic trick. Mm. She has it was two. sweet when she met um, Keegan. It was. Well, th- okay, so we're fast-forwarding a little bit, but Keegan, <laughs> Keegan had... I'm just the... talking about her acting abilities, that's all. Oh, okay. I just thought it was sweet when she met Keegan and they were both shy because they knew their brother mm. and sister. And so she said, you know, they said, oh, hi, I'm blah, blah. And then they just looked at each other. So she thought, oh, I know magic trick. It's sweet. Mm. But that's what I mean. It's, it's her way in, isn't it, of getting people to like her mm. and be confident with her. I'm, I'm presuming that she is, she's a bit nervous when she's school or something like that. I mean, if she goes to school, for that matter. This is it's no, another. Seen school, is she? No. she does football. We know she likes football. Yeah. She likes magic. She yeah. Doesn't like dogs. Doesn't like dogs. But lucky for us, Karen has a dog that's just right for desensitising you to that fact. Because Karen was asked to look after Bailey um, quite a lot this week too. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Bronson first walks into the room, I mean, he's an ugly mug, but he's not oh, a he's horrible so dog. Sweet. <laughs> he was like my favourite this week when he was on the sofa. This is Bronson too as well. He got recast. <laughs> yeah, I like the new one. I like the new Bronson. <laughs> yeah, he's really dumb looking, isn't he's he? He's so sweet. Mm. But yeah, he's harmless. And Karen eventually persuades Bailey to go to Bronson because mm. he's he's a nice dog. I mean, when we were watching that scene, I said to you, I said, I'm just waiting for Bronson to suddenly go. Arr! And suddenly bark at her or something like that. Yeah, and it yeah. completely uh, unravels all the good work that Karen had done. Mm. But this is when we find out where Bailey is actually Mitch's daughter. Because mm. Mitch keeps telling her to keep it secret, but then he's mm. the one that ends up shouting it. Yeah. At her, which was a bit... And it upsets... This is the thing. It upsets Karen because it upsets Keegan. But the reason for this was because Keegan has only just started to trust you again. Mm. So what? I don't know how that's broken... Any trust by him having another daughter? Well, I think it's slightly Keegan never really had Mitch before. And he's, you know, lots of times he's attempted to be a dad for him, but mm. never really given that much interest. And I guess he must feel, oh, he's given this this daughter all this attention, stayed with her, brought her up, done all these things. Why didn't he do that to me, I guess? Oh, I see. I see. Because he um, abandoned Keegan, but he's yeah. not abandoned you also have to remember Keegan is on like 
not very good mental state at the moment. He's like on drugs, so well that's true. He's probably got heightened um emotions and mm. things. I mean, Mitch catches him, doesn't he? Because at first he thinks that Evie is his girlfriend because mm. he sees from afar, and Kiss. Evie says, "Yeah, we what's don't... that thing with kissing?" I don't know. It's a power thing, I guess. Yeah, but it's a bit weird. Well, in the in the oldie days, when there like there was a a king used to make a peasant or someone yeah, kiss, kiss, like their, ring or kiss their whatever. ring. So I'm presuming, <laughs> I'm presuming this is Evie's kiss my ring <laughs> metaphor too. So she feels like there's some kind of power. Really yeah, but to everyone she does drugs to, does she do this? Or just like, well, no, the I, new one? Maybe. I mean, she, she gets Keegan to kiss her. I mean, with Tiff, she gets her, she reciprocates the kiss, doesn't she? So maybe she's showing that there's equal power. But then she got Tiff to kiss her on her own last week when she started to show mm. power over Tiff. I don't know. Odd. I think it's a power trip thing. Also, it's odd that Evie was the one doing the dodgy dealing. So I thought she'd be above that. No, so she took the money. And then the second time she took the money, then directed <laughs> Keegan, helpfully, oh. to a gentleman two feet in the left side. To a sloth. <laughs> to a sloth. Or and a then, bunhead. Yeah. And then he then got the drugs from... Because then that's when Mitch caught yes. him buying drugs. Mm. He's like, I don't believe it. I can't believe you're doing this. Mm. He clocked Evie straight away. He knew what she was about, didn't he? Mm. Mitch ain't stupid. He's streetwise. I mean, they're going to find... Um, anyone who uh, goes to the laundrette is going to find uh, soap powder on the floor. <laughs> Perhaps isn't the soap powder that you think it is. I know. Let's hope Karen's good at a clean. <laughs> In. Well, I hope someone's going to use it and put it in their washing because sniffer dogs are going to go straight onto them. I mean, Keegan was quite high in front of Louise and Keanu, which is a, sort of another story. And Keanu didn't seem to care. Mm. Louise is very worried. Louise, well, Louise knew he was high, but again, didn't care because Keanu had turned up. Yeah. But Keanu, who's been making such a big deal about, you know, I've, I'll keep my eye on you, and it knows that Keegan has mm. started to delve into drugs. he came come down really quickly, though, like when he was in the Vic. He was, like, normal again. Mm. Especially considering he spent, what, was it £70 worth yeah. of cocaine? <laughs> he was, like, high for, like, 10 <laughs> minutes. What a waste of money. Yeah. That's ever an endorsement not to take drugs. That's it. Spend £70, you're high for 10 mm. minutes, done. But, um, yeah, he had a little chat with Mitch and got introduced to his sister he never knew about yes. and stuff. So, yeah, that was quite... Quite sweet. It was lovely to see it, and Karen was happy that Keegan kind of accepted it. So mm. again, this shows Mitch coming back into the family again after running away with all that money that uh, Patrick know. had posted. No one's they mentioned Ted. it, but not ever since. Well, no, yeah, because also, oh, well, no, Ted, I suppose Ted's not been here to you know to find out that <laughs> no, I know where Ted, Ted was. <laughs> he was at the NTAs, wasn't he? He was, he was on Instagram stories. <laughs> he was. Hello, I. But this is the telling thing. He said I played. Ted mm. Murray in Not EastEnders. I play. And like, yeah. And people have been super analysing that. Mm. I want Ted to be, I forgot to talk about it on the um, Slate a bit, so I'm going to talk about it now. Um, that Big Mo is having a storyline um, where she's going to be hooked up with an odd couple sort of flat share thing. Right. Is it going to be Ted? The well, odd couple. He's the only one that's, who else has got a flat? But Dot's got the house, but that doesn't that's really a count. House. Patrick lives Ruby. with Denise. <laughs> It'll be Ruby. Mel. <laughs> Hunter's gone. <laughs> I'd love Mel, Mel and Big Mel. Hunter's not gone yet. No, but like when the storyline yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to work out who her odd couple could be. Must be Ted. Jack. Oh, no. Big Mo. Who could she Big move Mo in Mel, with? Big Mo and Ted. Big I'd Mo imagine, and Ruby. I imagine it'd be someone of a similar age. Yeah, it must be Ted then. It's going to be Ted, Maybe he it? hasn't left. Mm. There you go, that links it back to nice. Ted. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Ted and Big Mo are going to have the odd couple. Perhaps. Though they're not that dissimilar. Patrick? Oh, no, they are very... Uh, he couldn't... He, I don't think he'd cope with Big Mo. He could barely <laughs> cope with Joyce. 
And Joyce was like the most... Never there. Yeah, never there. And basically let him get away with murder. Are you playing chess today? No, no, I promise I'm not. One minute later playing chess. Kush. Big man Kush. Kush likes He's the older lady. Yeah. He likes the elder ladies. I'm trying to think of who's in a flat, you see. It can't... Jay. Jay and Billy. How share. Well, no, because they've Before got... The they've got quite, they're quite family. Exactly. They've got the kids there yeah. as well. They'll they? have Lola soon. And they? the dentist. He likes to visit every now and then. Drop in. Yeah. I, I reckon your bet is right. I think it's going to be Ted and Big Mo. Ooh. So romantic. Oh, well, Ian. Keep forgetting about Ian. It's not a flat, it's a house. Yeah, but he's on his own. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy and Big Mo. Kathy and Big Mo. They're similar age. <laughs> they are. Anyway. Anyway, we've we, gone um, right off topic we are. here. So uh, we're just going to go off now and play a quick game. that time again for us to delve into martin's fruit and veg store and look for his five a day mm, yummy <laughs> it's, it's january you have nice clean living so it's always good to look for your good five a day so um this one's a bit different this week because you know i like to play with my games a little bit i like to mix things up a bit mm. the same way Mike like to... mixed veg or uh, salad oh you stole the joke from me just so the listeners at home know basically what i do is i ask ben a question and then he must list five answers that are linked to the question. And Ben has to achieve this goal within 30 seconds. Ben knows the rules, don't you, Ben? Yes, unless they change. No, well, the, the, only the questions change. <laughs> uh, and uh, this time it's a very special question. So this week I decided to ask Searchwise.net, the Wolford's premium search engine, <laughs> and uh, just get a few questions uh, answered for me and it was staggering to find some of the autocomplete answers that had been supplied by the search engine so i wondered i wonder if ben could name five autocomplete answers <laughs> from the list in less than 30 seconds this sounds 30... like a game show from <laughs> challenge tv no, it's perfect so um i'm going to give you the term that i searched on searchwise.net and you have to see if you can name at least five is safe search on safe search is off uh, oh but it's fine because it, there's nothing bad, nothing <laughs> naughty on here. Oh, okay. But you can, you can guess. No fan fiction. <laughs> no, not, not again, no. So um, are you ready? Are you ready to play? Yes. So in 30 seconds, can you list up to five autocomplete answers when I searched Ian Bill and go? Um, Ian Bill wedding. No. Yeah. Ian Bill EastEnders. Nope. <laughs> Ian Bill... Real deal. <laughs> no. Another great game. <laughs> Think about stories that's happened to him. Ian Bill Business. No. Ian Bill Lucy Death. No, but think along those lines. Ian Bill Lucy. No. Ian Bill Bobby. Ian... I'll give you that. Ian Bill's son is one of them. We've got five <laughs> seconds. Um Ian Bill Classic. No, ti- Original Funeral. Time is <laughs> up. Time is up. You weren't I don't think you were thinking of things that have happened to Ian Bill. Ian Bill's a very short sentence to try and add on the end of. Well, let me give you what searchwise.net supplied. Right. So I searchwised Ian Bill Mm. and it came up homeless, mean, crying, tramp. This one confused me. His net worth. Ian Bill's net worth. I mean... He's a businessman. Yeah, but a fictional character. Would he have a net worth? Yeah. The papers run a story where they evaluated Dot's house. So... (laughs) Um, gin. Gin? Oh, Adam, Adam Woodjet. Yeah. yeah. And wife or wives. So if you thought about... Did I not say wives? Did I say marriage? Ugh. Well, I think you skipped through loads near the end. You had <laughs> funeral and all kinds of stuff. 
Um, That's a stupid game. It's a great game. You just weren't thinking along the lines. I don't want to play that one again. (laughs) It's not up to you. (laughs) Um, I'll post a picture of the search uh, from (laughs) searchwise.net on our Twitter and our other social networks. And if you ever want to find us, uh, all you have to do is search EastEnders Weekly on Facebook groups, Twitter and Instagram. And that was yet another successful round (laughs) of Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Well, we won't be doing that again. <laughs> so there you have it. It was a bit of a disaster. After, in retrospect, it, it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we have got Phil Mitchell who is setting up all the dates. He is. He's cupid, isn't he? Put him in a he nappy. could work his own mad- marriage. He's well, no. He's let Sharon have a bit of time away. He's not so. bought her a big chocolate bar in a while though. But no, she's going to have to buy him something in duty free. Oh, yeah, I wonder what she gets him. It won't be booze, obviously. But um, it'd be something really disgusting, like a thong. <laughs> or something like a Aussie bum pair of pants or something like that, and she'd be like, "I've got these from Australia for you." Because every time Sharon or Phil come back from a holiday, they have sex. They do, and he slaps her on the bum. She makes she her and runs upstairs. <laughs> and runs upstairs. Luckily this time, or hopefully this time, Keanu won't be sat under the bed with a solitary tear coming out of well, his eye. It's going to be the other way around this time mm. because Sharon is most likely going to walk in on Keanu and Louise, whereas yes. last time Phil walked in on. Well, Keegan and Louise and Keanu and Sharon upstairs. <laughs> God, it's coming so complicated, isn't it? This love it hexagonal yeah. thing. Pentagon. Pentag- love Pentagon, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he is setting <laughs> up dates because um, he's embarrassed Louise. Yeah, Louise says she can't get a man because every, all you're the my boys. Dad. Exactly. All the boys <laughs> on the square knows that you're my dad. So, simple solution here, Louise. Go somewhere else to find dates. Go to Lisa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay with Lisa for a bit. So, yeah, he sort of feels. Poor Phil, he feels bad. He does feel he bad, to be daddy. fair. I, I must say, this week I really grew to like Phil again. Yeah. Really, yeah. Learn, learn to love him like Sharon does. Yeah, but even when he was doing like the dodgy stuff with Alfie this week, it, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like Phil was back again. Mm. Like, all the silly stories and all the, him being angry about the littlest thing kind of subsided, and it was nice to see Phil showing a bit of a spectrum of feeling. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he buys for pizzas Invites Keanu around for dinner. Well, that's still embarrassing to Louise. Yes, Louise storms upstairs in her high jeggings and uh, (laughs) storms off in a bad mood. And Keanu's like, what have I done? And Phil's like, what have I done? And they don't really know what's going on. So Keanu leaves and Phil's left on his own in the kitchen Mm. eating three pizzas. Keanu says he can't date her because of my brother. So Mm. then Phil then chats to Keegan. That's where Keegan gets the money for the drugs. Conveniently, this is just the right time where Keegan's desperate desperate for for money for... To buy the drugs. Um, so he his gives bank. his blessing for his brother and his ex-girlfriend to get it together just so he can get some cash. <laughs> for 70 pounds. He gave up his love for Louise for yeah. £70. £70. He's loved her since the bus crash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, before then, because he was taking photos of her on his phone mm. and he was obsessed with her yeah. and um, he was jealous. He was jealous. bullied to her because he loved her. Yeah, he bullied her. Yeah, because he loved her so much. But right, £70. Nah, £70. £70. I'll forget her. That's fine. Don't you worry about it. See ya. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Keanu and Louise have got like the blessing and... Um, she comes round to the house and Bernadette says something to Keanu, which basically, she basically says, well, why don't you go for Louise? Because no one else around here is waiting for you. Just as he's listened to the voicemail from Sharon. Yeah, because he's obsessed with that voicemail. He's still got the same voicemail. <laughs> so <am I. laughs> Where Sharon said, like, you're no good for me. imagine if he was listening me. to the um, tape that Louise recorded of them in the in the thing instead. Well, when she was having her sex tape. personal training yeah. session. <laughs> he was like, listening to that instead. Uh-huh. 
Would you? Well, yeah. Well, Sharon's got the t- recording. She could mm. have sent it to him <laughs> as a tease. <laughs> I'll be home in two days. Oh, stop it, Keanu! <laughs> You're making me work so hard. But um, no, he decides. I mean, that was quite a nice chat that um, Bernadette and Louise had as well. It was nice actually that they were bonding mm. because obviously the Tiff story is going its own way now, and you can only for so long have Bernie looking scornfully at what mm. Tiff is up to. So it makes sense for Bernie to kind of separate herself mm. for that for it's a little while. It's quite a nice friendship because before we'd said. Or why doesn't Bex and Bernie like be friends? Because mm. they're quite similar. But you didn't really think about Louise and Bernie, but it worked quite well. I thought it worked really well. Because obviously Louise was borrowing her unicorn onesie. You yes. were questioning whether Louise would fit so well in the in Bernadette's well, yeah. unicorn onesie. I was wondering if it was one that Bernadette had bought for Tiff and now Louise is wearing it. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. I, I, I like also, it. I'd like to mention mm. that confirming Bernadette's LGBTQ world, she loves Sharon. Yes. So that basically confirms that Bernadette's now gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her confirmation that she stands for um, Sharon Mitchell. I know. She says something really amazing. She says she's the only woman around here who doesn't get mugged off by men. <laughs> it's brilliant. I loved it. So, yeah, good old Bernie. Yeah. If you're going to love Sharon, you're going to love the rainbow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, bring it on. So I liked that. And um, yeah, Keanu sort of realises, oh, maybe I will settle for Louise then. Settle. I love that you use the term settle, because that's exactly what's happened, isn't it? Yeah, they're not exactly buzzing with chemistry, are they, those two? No. He barely touches her. Sharon, her legs all round him, (laughs) up up on the table, up in the sink. Kitchen table, sink, yeah. On the sofa. Plunging her sink. On the stairs. (laughs) Handcuffs, um, furry handcuffs. hmm, It's very much, this is just plot for the affair it's fodder isn't it it's fodder to as we say to get the love Mm. pentagon started and Uh, do you want another kate oak spoiler oh go on then spoil me so you know obviously phil mitchell is on pantomime and keanu's on beauty and the beast pantomime in real life so they're both off screen we're wondering how that's going to work well, what's happening is, do you know those dodgy holidays that Phil goes to Spain for like weeks at a time and does these things that we don't know about? Portugal. He's getting Keanu involved in these dodgy deals uh, and takes Keanu to Spain. Portugal. Portugal, wherever. It's always know. Portugal. It's, everyone in EastEnders I'm goes sure to Portugal. Ones are Spain though, aren't they? The dodgy ones. Or whatever. So <laughs> they're actually going to give, Keanu is actually going to make a reason for these holidays. There's like something dodgy that he's getting Keanu involved in and that's oh, how they right. start to bond as become like a family but then that would upset sharon because sharon liked that keanu was pure yeah. and when keanu started showing kind of like a phil side she didn't like that very mm. much and she insisted that he has to go back to being the nice innocent keanu. that's good isn't it we actually like it's not just a phil's gone for six weeks we don't know mm. why there is, he's actually been doing something dodgy it's gr- it's great so that's interesting i agree with you it's great that they've done that they've written out but it would be even better if they actually then filmed episodes oh, in portugal and sharon turns up because why not? Yeah, she'd and still Sam wear. Mitchell. Sharon would wear all black still, with like a sun hat and her high heels. Big glass sunglasses. <laughs> like the size of her actual head, sunglasses. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. Oh yeah, we need that. That'd be good. Mm. Right. So, do you want to move on to the final storyline? I know. Yes, the final one. So, Mick, and this was a very short one. It was a, mm. just touched on on Monday. It was really weird and creepy. It really was. He's like, got himself. This a, woman follows him. Yeah, his own personal stalker, who's um, the mum of one of the boys who's on the football team. Yeah, what does she even want? I can't remember. She wants him to start so the football team back up. Well, that's why she's following. <laughs> yeah, she's convincing him that he's good enough to do it. She was like stood in the Vic kitchen. She like, stood there and no one like there said anything. Well, no, Linda did. Linda didn't mind yeah. that this woman yeah. was doing this. Um, and she just said, oh, this reminds me of our um, Nancy. I was like, how <sighs> does that you? remind you? Yeah, yeah exactly. I love Nancy. The she's a great character. Disgrace her name. Megan. I know, Megan. So yeah, Megan well, is... There's a bit of confusion because Megan's son is called Cameron. 
Now, do we remember Rat from a few years, a few mu- weeks ago? <laughs> I do from a few weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> um, his name, real name's Cameron. Oh, oh. Is it the same one? It can't be, can it? I hope they're not going to do a Cameron Cameron clash like they did with the Billies when they brought back uh, Carol's son. No, it is Megan's son, Rat. No, because we've seen Cameron, Megan's son, oh, in we? the football team, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm sure we have. Because Why can't they think of a different name then? Why have they used the same name twice? I think that's In the same week. Obviously, the writers did separate projects. <laughs> the um, trainees did the uh, Mick being stalked storyline and just thought, well, Cameron's a nice name. And uh, they they <sighs> insisted they kept it. I mean, it doesn't matter because you know. No, I know. I don't like Megan. Enough. I'm assuming she's not going to be a character. Oh, she will. A lot no. of people are getting really upset because they think that Megan is the start of no. an affair story. No, Megan will be just disappeared in like a week. You'll never see her again. Well, no, they can't because the, the, the football storyline. No. This is this is this is the Mick's big story. No, the, he's no, had the no, shooting. No, 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 no. He's gone to prison. <laughs> now he's coaching a football team. No, the football storyline will just disappear by February. I wouldn't worry about that. This oh. is literally just a filler for like three weeks. I I agree with you. It won't lead to nothing, and Megan will not be anything. The whole she's not of... even got a cast photo. Oh 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 yeah okay so she's gonna yeah, be forgotten. Gonna... <laughs> she's gonna be a, a a page in the past that no one will ever remember again. It'll be, she'll be a question on a pub quiz. Who stalked Mick <laughs> Mick for one week on EastEnders in 2019? It's like that weird storyline they had when um Zaza's friend gave birth in the Vic and then disappeared. It's like that. Oh okay. Remember well, that? The... No. <laughs> Do you, not, do you remember that weird woman appeared who was like friends with Zaza, so Tina brought her in and then she gave birth and then she left? Oh, yes, yes, really I, weird do, and, like, I do, random. I do, yeah. I do. Yeah, because she came to take Zaza away and she was a bit like, I knew she shouldn't come and see, see her yeah, mum again. It was weird. Well, Zaza's not been in it for ages. But, but she's mentioned, but not mm. been in. So yeah, it's a, uh, Megan's basically that, just fodder. No. I hope, because she's really weird and annoying. And she's nothing like Nancy. Well, no, she's nothing like Nancy. And it's just surprising, after all the hassle that Linda and Mick have been through, that Linda just doesn't seem to care (laughs) that this woman is in her kitchen without her prior knowledge, Mm. and then sharing a sandwich, giving him money. It's just really odd. Yeah, silly. Silly Megan. Right, so on to our last section, which is... Are we still calling it a new section? Three weeks? No, it's a a continuing section. (laughs) And uh, it's time for us to see who won the week. And you know me, I ain't want to gossip. Yes, it's that time, the end of the show, when we find out who has won the week. And Bronson. <laughs> Bronson was amazing. Unfortunately, <laughs> no one voted for him. I should have. Didn't even mention it. You should have put it as a, as a nominated. Okay. He's got time. Well, if he's ever in it again. He's, <laughs> he's having a break now. He's doing pantomime. Each week, we ask you who you believe has won the week. But we're going to have a look retrospectively and see, in previous years, who had won the week. Mm-hmm. So, Ben, what, what what's happened in the past? Well... Now that I have my all-access pass to all EastEnders, I've looked back at some storylines which happened this time last year. So we're going to go back to the 23rd of January, 1992. Good year. And we're missing her. So Kathy has a story. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Wilmot Brown. He spent his two years, he only got his two years in prison for her. And he's released and he sent messages to her saying, I want to meet up and explain because I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, so he, he even then didn't think he did anything mm. wrong. And this is very upsetting, Kathy. Pete Bill. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. He's got grey hair now. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped dying. He's very it. angry. He stopped using that just for men. It was coming out <laughs> on his pillow, on, in his hat. He didn't like it, with the black rim. <laughs> he was very angry and upset by this. And at the same time, he parked his van in the way on the market. And the market stall man said, would you mind just moving your van? You're in the way. No, I'm in the way. If you want to bring it with someone, bring it with me. <laughs> 
because he thinks he's a market inspector. And That's then someone wanted a carrot, and he said, ah, yeah, you can have a carrot. <laughs> but yeah, Kathy's very upset. He's so bipolar, Pete, isn't he? He's just insane. So, um, yeah, she's wondering whether she should meet with Wilma Brown, but she doesn't want to. So, 25th January 2005. Oh. The police think they have found Paul Truman's body. Oh, I loved the story of Paul Truman when mm. he left. That was great. I yes. enjoyed that a lot. And Patrick has to go and... um identify him identify the body and if it is him and the policeman there is mitch baker oh yes yes you showed me the clip yeah, yeah. very young yeah it's not actually mitch no he but it's the actor the actor who played mitch yeah so what are the chances so january is obviously always free <laughs> so 25th january 2016 we have jane she wants bobby to go to private school uh, uh early oh because we all know what's happened with bobby don't we we do they all know that he's killed and um yeah, he needs to go to private school. Is this when everyone knows or is this just before? No, Jane and Ian know. So okay. they want to send him to private school mm. to rehabilitate him and get him out of the way. Oh yeah, that was really odd, wasn't it? They thought the private school would basically yeah, put him on the straight and narrow, him. yeah. And um yeah, Ian's trying to find all the money and funds for it. So Is this before it must be before he takes up hockey and gets yes. a penchant yes. of uh, whacking things with it. it is. So there you go, that's a few things that were happening in the past this oh. time last year. So very exciting. So that's who's won the week in those years. Mm. But um, in this year of 2019, who won the week? Um, we offered you the options of Louise, Phil, Stuart and Mitch. You can vote on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we collect all the votes together and then do a final result. So, Ben, who do you believe? This week, Bronson had one week. <laughs> it wasn't Bronson. Dave the cat. It wasn't Dave the cat. Well, Dave the cat. What are the was... options? Dave the cat was seen outside Elstree, Street, wasn't I he? I know. I love that photo. I might put it on our Instagram. It's from <laughs> EastEnders Cast Cards. Everyone. Do you think the cat is a bit like the Downing Street cat, and he just turns, just turns up? up when he yeah. Wants. He just does the part and then leaves. And the whole story with Dot falling over wasn't meant to happen. I wonder if Dave's a relative to um, Debbie and Andy's cats. I'd like that. Uh, Startsky and Hutch. Mm. Might mm. be the great-grandparent. <laughs> the great-great-great-grandson of Startsky Right, Hutch. who are the nominations for who won the week? I've already said it's Louise, Phil, Stuart or Mitch. So who do you think has won the week? We're going to go straight to who's Louise. won. You're absolutely right. Louise won the week this Ooh. week. So you believe that Louise was the best. Um, she got 31% of the votes. Interestingly, on Twitter, she only got the second most votes. But on Facebook and Instagram, she got loads more votes than everyone else. So um, it brought her total right up. So there you go. If you want to, you can vote more than once. Don't forget, guys, if you want to get stuck in. So Louise got 31% and won the week. Second was Stuart on 28%. Yeah, that's good. Phil was third with 23%. And Mitch was last with 18%. So it was very tight yeah. as well, to be fair. Good, good ones, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all good all good weeks all good weeks as i say you don't forget you can vote on our twitter which is at eastenders week you can find the vote on instagram at eastenders weekly podcast or you can vote on our private facebook group where there's also discussions of news and people's points of view of what they think of the show um, and that's just by searching on facebook eastenders weekly podcast and you can find our group there and people are also very active of things to say aren't they as well on the social media this week yeah there's a few i mean we are Running on time. Um, so what have we got? We have got EastEnders fan wants to ask us, is it hard to choose speaking points of the show when it's so bad? <laughs> um, no. Well, we've had classic EastEnders to prop us up. Yeah. But, we're, you know, with the rough for the smooth, yeah. you've always got to take the rough for the smooth. We've just got to be here. Mm-hmm. Keegan Baker says... Not does... the Keegan. He's <laughs> probably high when he wrote this. <laughs> does anyone else think that Ted Murray will ever be seen in EastEnders again? Because I don't think he will. We've just discussed this. We have past tense. Yes. But there's also the possibility of him sharing a flat. 
with, with Mo. With Mo, who likes to stink the place out. And we have another comment and who says, I feel like she's just copy and paste the same thing. I'm bored of Alfie and his ringtone. Why do they betray everyone so gullible around Alfie? Even Stuart is more trustworthy than him. Um, yeah, Alfie's ringtone has been a bone of contention with you as well, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you're not a huge fan of yeah, uh, had that. Had it for years. <laughs> it's just ridiculous now. Had it for years. Look at you. So there you go. And uh, this is just a comment that someone had posted on our Facebook group. Danny Robertson said, Saw last night's episode. Shirley's death stare at Mitch when he asked her to look after Bailey was a thing of beauty. I mean, <laughs> Shirley has been Shirley has been absolutely amazing. She's got so grumpy, hasn't she? She's probably, I know. But I think Mitch and Shirley might be a nice little relationship. I think I think it's about time Shirley had a relationship. Do you want one last minute Kate Oak spoiler? I've got another one. Oh, go on then. They're going to hook up that Billy fancies Shirley. And Kate Oates has said on record that Shirley is one of her favourite soap characters ever. Oh, Shirley's great. When so you expect give, big things. Yeah, when you give Shirley something to get her teeth into, mm. fantastic. So you get, that's my last one but of the why, week. why Billy? Why Billy? Well, someone's got to have Billy. Mm. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> At least it's not um, honey, I suppose. So, uh, as I say, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just look for EastEnders Weekly um, in the search. But you can also email us, eastendersweekly at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. We always respond to them. And it's great to hear any ideas you might have. And also, if you've been enjoying getting stuck in with the show. That's right. And before we go, I've just got one more scoop for you. Go on. Sharon Mitchell. She's back this week. 